Welcome to the Everyman Podcast. My name is Dan Doty. I am one of the co-founders of Everyman and the host of this show, and we have been running strong for about three years now. And if you're new to the show, Everyman is an organization that has been bringing men together mostly in person for the last three years on retreats and expeditions and in local men's groups in right in the community of the men. And what we do is we use a simple process of slowing down and getting in touch with what we feel and practicing to be authentic and honest and transparent with what we feel, what we want, who we are with each other. And this practice together is very, very simple, but quite revolutionary. And uh, it's been a big part of my life for a long time. So I'm excited to share about it. Today's interview is with a, a man who I admire very much. And as we get into it, I'd like you to just think about a dream that you've had. Think about something that has loomed in your mind and in your heart, and it's been something you wanted. Maybe you didn't know exactly what that dream looked like. Maybe you couldn't fill in all the dots. Maybe you couldn't like paste all the colors into it. You didn't know exactly what it was, but it was something and you knew you wanted it. Maybe you've gone after that and maybe you haven't. But today's podcast is with a gentleman named Brian Von Anken, who is currently going after his dream, one of his dreams with just a full steam ahead attitude. Brian Von Anken is the founder of Anchor, which does online social workouts that check all the boxes of total health. Anchor is a one-hour online social workout experience designed to check all the boxes of physical, mental, and social well-being. So there's four pillars of his work. It's sweat, so he does high-intensity bodyweight workouts. And while you sweat, you're connecting with others, answering prompts, and doing some real uh, deep connecting work. Uh, there's time for reflection in each workout, which is guided breathing exercise. And the last pillar is grow, which is setting goals and being accountable to them. I'm just going to be honest. I, I can't hide it. I'm deeply proud of Brian. He was a coaching client of mine. And during uh, our engagement together, this was uh, clarified, this project, this goal. He knew he wanted something of his own. He knew he had it in him. He's a really fascinating guy. He's a lawyer by trade. Uh, he was one of the first employees at Tough Mudder and comes from a background of those, you know, wild dirt races. And uh, he's, he's just a very balanced, interesting, smart, um, engaging guy. So I have a deep personal relationship with him. He's also a graduate of our foundations program. So he has gone through the Everyman training as well. And I just, you know, you'll hear it in the, in the interview, but I think he's on to something. He's really on to something that uh, offers a, a shade of what we do at Everyman, but packaged with physical fitness and just general um, interpersonal connection. I think he's really onto something. I and I and I hope the best for him and this project that he's launching. You can find Anchor at theanchor.com, T H E A N C K O R.com, and he's on Instagram and his handle is the anchor. All right. We are still running our free online offerings at Everyman. On Tuesday nights we're doing free global calls. Men are dialing in from all around the country and around the world. These are at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. The next one is I'm going to host and I'm going to bring on a special guest. The next event on June 2nd, I'm going to be hosting Michael Ventura, who's the founder of Sub Rosa and wrote a book called Applied Empathy. 
and he is bringing his very special uh, and unique facilitated workshop that teaches applied empathy to our community. And I am super excited about it. So uh, you can sign up right on the front of our homepage, everyman.com. You can also sign up for our digs, our drop-in groups, and those are hosted, um, facilitated 60-minute groups that you can just jump into and get a, a, a meaningful fix of connection, support, uh, perspective, all the good things we're looking for. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for being a part of this community and listening to this show and enjoy the show. I am, I'm excited to, to do this, man. I'm excited to record this. I'm excited to share this. And uh, just a little bit of context on Actually, I don't remember what, when did, where did we meet, Brian? When did we meet? Do you remember like the, like the beginnings of this all? How did you find us or how did this happen? <laughs> yeah, we first got connected um, because I was, I don't think I've ever said this to you. I was trying to uh, do some research on kind of men's weekends because I was thinking about putting on one on myself and a friend of mine told me about every man and I reached out to you cold and you said, oh, yeah, we might be able to squeeze you into this um, group intensive that's happening this weekend. And that was my first interaction with you in terms of email. I don't think I met you, though, until an open source a little later. Okay. So you went on. Yeah. You, it was that at Quinn's up in New York? Yeah. It was at Quinn's. And it was, uh, <laughs> I had never done any sort of men's work before in my life. And I witnessed uh, 12 healing journeys from Owen. Yeah. And, you, uh, you, you got thrown in the deep. Got, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was, it was good though. It was a fun weekend. Well, so we don't need to rehash it all. Here's, here's what I'm most lit up to, to talk about and share. And that is what I consider to be the leading edge of, um, a growing, uh, or, you know, I guess hopefully or ideally growing movement of men, um, as whole human beings into the mainstream culture, into the, the day-to-day culture. And so, um, yeah, Brian and I know each other well. I, I coached him for a good chunk of time. Uh, we've collaborated on things together in a lot of different ways. And uh, I, I, so I, I kind of want to talk about, I want to introduce Anchor, but I've, it's far more appropriate for you to do it. So tell us about Anchor. Yeah, sure. Well, Anchor is the manifestation of a long journey of work. Um, I like how you said whole human because I, I think that's essentially what I am trying to get across with it. So Anchor is just a mindful social workout. Uh, it's an hour long experience. And the gist of it is essentially, we all know that being in shape is more than just physically being fit. Uh, and so how can we like make the most out of our workout time so that it reflects more of like a whole health perspective, like you said. So well, back, created- up, back up, hold on a second. Do we all know that? I think that's <laughs> worth talking about. Do we? It, yeah. I mean, is that do you do you get the sense that people assume that being fit is more than just a lean body? I think it's a really good point. I think we're at this tipping point, man, where people, the science is out on the benefits of things like mindfulness, 
emotional wellness, social wellness. I mean, there's science behind it besides a lot of that, uh, the Eastern ideologies that have been carrying it up to this point. And I think that that has really gotten us to that place where I think a majority of people and, and a good chunk of men are at least what I'll call mindfully curious or open to trying these types of things. And I think a lot of people don't know how to incorporate yeah. them into our, into their lives. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I, uh, I think that's a good way to put it. Mindfully curious about exploring or dabbling in, in things beyond the, the norm. Um, okay. So your, so anchor is addressing these different pillars of, of human health or human fitness. What is, let's start with like, what, what is your vision of an optimally fit human? Like, like what's it look like? Um, yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, I really look at, I look at health through the lens of like four pillars, kind of like I mentioned, there's, there's a physical component, there's a mental component, there's an emotional component, and then either a spiritual or what I'll call a social component. And so there's this old Indian proverb that says, um, everybody is a house with four rooms and the four rooms are physical, mental, emotional, and social or spiritual. And you need to visit each one of those rooms at least once per day, if only just to air it out in order to be a complete person. And so the way that I like look at this is rather than going, you know, balls to the wall on like getting really shredded and working completely on my physical self, how can I address that, but also make time for the mental, the emotional and the social side of things. And so that can manifest in a lot of different ways. I don't have any real prescription. I think when I say mental side of it, I'm not saying like you got to be Zen on a, you know, cushion. I think fishing is really mindful. I think cycling, I think, run. I think there's just lots of different ways that people can take what I'll call um, awake rest. Um, and that's kind of how I address the mental side of it, where it's, you know, really what it comes down to is that we're so screen centric these days and our minds are just going a million miles a minute that we need to find our version of awake rest where we can just be awake, but we're also resting our mind, giving it that time to reprocess and to reboot. And so that's the mental side. You guys crush the emotional side. Every man, I think, is is on the cutting edge of being able to address your emotional wellness. And I think there's lots of different ways to do that. But your ability to slow people down, get them to open up, connect with themselves, it scratches an itch that needs to be scratched. And once you scratch it once, it's, it's hard not to need to do it, at least on a weekly basis. And then the, the final component is just social wellness. And I think that's something that gets really undervalued where your ability to have an honest conversation with another human being has health properties to it. You know, you, you know what it's like when you like are jamming with your boys or you're just having a great conversation, you walk out of that with a high similar to like a, a workout. And so those are kind of my pillars and, and I don't really have an exact formula, but it's just all about honestly, at the end of the day, my ethos Dan is like, know yourself and have fun. And so it's like, know yourself, figure out what works for you and have some fun with it. Don't take it too seriously. Yeah, I like it. And that fits, you know, it fits what I know of you to a T. So explain or describe um, one of the, do you call them workouts? Is that what you call them or, or what do you call them? Yeah, I do. I call them workouts um, because 
at the end of the day, you're going to get a sweat in. And I feel like it'd be pretty misleading if I thought about calling it physical conditioning. I think that's actually kind of a nice way to put it too, because the workouts are not about, I think CrossFit and I think um, kind of long distance running triathlon. I, I think all that stuff is really great, but I have um, my, my grandfather was a marathoner and my dad was a big CrossFitter and um, both of their joints are just not doing great right now. Mm. 20, 20 years plus of like some intense yeah. movement like that at the later stages in your life, it starts to add up. And so what's important for me is developing a health regimen that I feel like it has longevity in mind. Nice. And so you're not going to see intense. We're not, we're using all body weight. You're not going to see a ton of jumping. It's very much just checking that box of like 20 minutes of vigorous exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so yes, I do call it a workout and uh, I could take you through what, generally it looks like if you want. Yeah, please. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. So essentially you you get in and um, I have everybody just kind of quickly type in the chat box. It's an online workout right now. You know, this is COVID. And and so we've done in person, but we're doing online right now. You just type in where you're calling in from. What's been really cool is if we get people in from like, I've had people from Japan, people from Europe, people from East coast, West coast. and, And as you'll see later in the class, that's really cool. And so we just start off with something that I'll call intentional breathing where really what people are doing is you're just sitting there, you're closing your eyes if that feels right, and you're just seeing what it's like to be aware of your breath, and then I will lead you in a very simple intentional breathing exercise, which is all about just prepping your body for the movement that's to come. And so once you do that, we move into a little bit of stretching, which is actually people's favorite part. I don't know about you, like I never find the time to stretch, but it's really nice to like just get that moment to like, okay, I've got five to 10 minutes where I'm really going to stretch. And it's not just stretching. Like when I used to play football, I would stretch and I'd be like, when is this going to be over? I just want to do the fun stuff, <laughs> you know? And, and this is actually, I'm trying to get to add a lot more of attention in the stretching so that it's different than when you usually do it. So that you're really having a conversation with your body more than just, you know, I'm told to lean over my left leg and hopefully it'll be done soon. So, so the stretching part is really great. Um, then we go into like a pretty intense little, uh, high interval intensity training workout where you're doing all body weight exercises. You're doing them for 30 seconds each. And while you're moving, this is the big thing that makes anchor different is you're actually going to be connecting to a prompt and you're going to be thinking about a prompt while you work out. And while you work out, you're thinking about the prompt, you're trying to answer that prompt. And then between each set of workouts, I'll actually put you in a breakout group with strangers. This is the part that people are like, what? And uh, I ask you to, you know, hold a squat or do some sort of exercise and then connect with the other people about what came up for you around that prompt. And it's, it's really, really intimidating and difficult for some people, but it's, almost 99% of the time when people are done, they're like, wow, that was really a great experience. And I think a lot of it links back to a lot of the work that every man does because just having someone listen to you with their undivided attention for 30 seconds, you know, it goes a long way. And so we'll go into that a little more, I'm sure, but then we do a couple sets of that. And then at the end, we just have uh, relaxation. That's what I call it. It's like, how can we give ourselves permission to do nothing? So you're just there at the end of class, and uh, I'll share with you maybe a couple words about the prompt. Like um, we did, you know, gratitude at one point, courage, like just we're trying to keep it simple around one word. Yeah. And then the best part or one of the parts that I really like, and I'm realizing I got to get better at tightening up this pitch or telling people what it is. But 
the thing that really excites me is I have people come up with what I call a 1% stretch at the end. And yeah. so each class ends in something that is tangible that you say to yourself, okay, what is something that I want more of in my life? And what's a way that I can get it that's just a little bit outside of my comfort zone? And you kind of declare that to the group, you put it in the chat box. And then what I do is I help try to hold you accountable to that over the course of the next week. And that's kind of it. That's, that's anchor in a nutshell right now. <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> yeah. I think it's I, a lot of things come up. So the first, the first sort of reflection as, as I hear you talk about it, um, first of all, it's amazing to have been, um, you know, uh, uh, alongside you in some way since the beginning of this to now, because like you've done it, man, you really like you, you went and did the thing you wanted to do. You are doing it. It is real. You're baking it right now. It's amazing. Um, but what really strikes me right now is that I, I don't know how much yoga you've done in your life. I've done a lot. Uh, and I'm a, I'm a huge um, fan and, and practitioner of yoga and probably not as serious as, as I would like it to be, but, but pretty substantial. And, um, you know, the, there's, there's all kinds of yoga out there, and, but there's always the teachers that tell you, listen, you just need to know that as you come and show up for a workout here, where this came from and how this originated was a full spectrum vehicle for human health and wellness. And that, you know, it, it involves meditation, involves doing good work and service in the world. It does, it, like the yoga in, in a whole, the asana, the physical workout is just a, one piece of that, an important piece, but just one piece. And that fits into this bigger system. I mean, as I hear you talk about today, Brian, what I see you doing is um, completely meeting the world where it's at and sort of the mainstream workout culture where it's at and adding a level of appropriate, um, appropriate, oh, what's the right word? Confluence with other elements of life that in some way could be considered like the, the larger whole of uh of a yoga like the whole yoga but it's but it's completely decoupled from any any you know uh baggage of anything in that so i feel like you're kind of building from the ground up something really badass so that's that's like the overarching uh feeling that i get when you when you talk about this thanks yeah it means it, it means a lot and i think one of the things that really drives me it's like I mean, you know me, but for those of you who don't, like this is this is coming from my soul. Like this is something that I've I've done a lot of inner work to get to. This is not I just came up with an idea and I'm gonna go with it. This is like iterative, this is like my deep work that this is what's coming out of it. And at the end of the day, it's like I'm motivated by service. Like I'm motivated to give this to people who I think need it the most and maybe want it, but don't know how to get it. And if I go through that lens of yoga or if I go through a more Eastern lens, I'm going to alienate and not be able to get the people who I think maybe need it and, and want it the most. Yeah. So who, who is coming and who do you want? Like who, who, who are you? Oh, well, this is, I didn't bring this up to you, but your background um, for the listeners to hear was as part of the mud racing world, right? Do you want to share some about that? I think it's good context here. Yeah. I mean, that it's like one of those things where um, if you're going to build something, it's nice to feel like if you're uniquely built to do it. And so when I 
and building this kind of fitness regimen and company. Uh, I come from a background. I played college football. I was always active, always working out. Um, I was one of the first employees at Tough Mudder. So I saw that thing grow and helped it grow and just kind of, uh, developed that for a number of years. And, and so, yeah, that, that, that was a chapter of my life. I actually, I'm also an attorney. So, um, you know, I was the one who was making sure that the electricity is, is okay. And, um, all those crazy obstacles that we put together, but, but that, that, that's like my, my background from that end. But I also, you know, have done a lot of work on the, um, kind of mental, emotional wellness side of things, especially with every man. So, there's a lot of, there's a lot of different parts of me that have come together that this product is like kind of just a, it's kind of an expression of myself and my experience right now. Yeah. So what's it been like? What has, what has the experience been like so far as you've been, as you've been holding these in person and you know, now certainly I would guess now, have you done the majority of your offerings have been virtual? Is that accurate or not accurate? Yeah, it's, it's about the tipping point. Um, yeah. so to give you the everyman answer, it's been scary as fuck. <laughs> it's like, yeah. um, it's funny. Cause I, the way that I lived my life for a long time is I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And I was really, really, um, unsure like, Oh, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do that? And, um, you know, I, I thought that once I found this anchor thing, I'd be like free of that feeling. And what's been really fascinating is as I've started it, you know, you just go through one door and there's 10 other doors. Like, okay, I could take this virtually, you know, there's just a million other choices that I have in front of me. And it's just the work continues for me on that front. But, you know, at at the same time, feeling um, motivated, feeling dedicated, feeling excited, feeling like, I mean, I'm offering these things for free right now. So feeling like I'm able to help during these really crazy times, it, it, it feels really good. And just to quickly answer what you asked before about who's doing it, it's, that's one of the things that lights me up the most. So like when I was, when I was younger, I was friends with all different groups of people. I was friends with the jocks. I was friends with the nerds. I was friends with the stoners. I was friends with all these different groups of people. And my, one of my favorite things would be to throw a party and just have all these different types of people come together and see them all get along, even though they thought they had these surface level differences. And so what's been nice about people coming out is I've had, you know, people who are still in college come out and I've had my, you know, 68 year old great uncle come out as well and everything in between, you know, and, and it's just been really nice because the, the workout is body weight and time based. So if you're in really good shape, you're going to get demolished by it in the same way that if you're maybe not in the best shape or you don't have the best mobility, you can still get a great workout in, and you, there's nothing that really, everything is modifiable, scalable. So it's been, it's been really cool to see. What are some, uh, what are like moments of highlight? Like, like what's, uh, or what's feedback? I'm, I'm just curious. I'm, I'm, I'm selfishly want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I've been getting some, some really great feedback, you know, um, for me, it's the moments of joy are when, uh, somebody's like, Hey, I met your uncle Chris in a, in a breakout group. And I heard, you know, he's such a great guy. And like, we had really deep chats and it's like, that's somebody who I met when I was like in Europe or something like that. And, and, you know, to me, it's, the, the really, I've got a couple really great stories of people like this one woman who came out recently said to me, you know, ever since quarantine started, it's been really hard for me to work out. And I've tried a couple and I haven't been able to do it. I used to love working out before, but I tried your workout and she's been back four times in a row since. And it's like something about the workout awakened something inside of her where it wasn't just her looking on Instagram, 
following somebody doing an exercise. It, it was more of that. It was interactive. And I think what's really great is that you end up getting pushed because you feel connected to the rest of the people in the class. And so you push yourself harder than you would yep. otherwise. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I don't know this woman. I don't know her, her um, experience, but my guess there is that that social uh, connectivity could have, it could potentially be a huge hook for people in this. I mean, I'm, I used to, I did CrossFit for a couple good chunks, maybe a year at a time, a couple different times in my life. And I loved it. And uh, <clears throat> I liked the group workout format, but I was always a little bit, um, it, it always felt a little bit lacking in terms of, you know, like, you know, we'd have some, we'd have these very like shallow friendships that would build and it'd be fine. And, you know, maybe I just didn't commit deep enough to the community to like get all the way through the barrier. I'm not sure. And then yoga too. I've always felt like I I like there's rarely a time in my life that I feel better than right after like a 90 minute yoga class. Mm -hmm. And I look around and I'm just like, Hey friends, like, you know, let's just like, shouldn't we, <laughs> shouldn't we now just be friends? Um, yeah. but no, nobody really taught you the, you know, that's not always true. There's some places people talk to each other, but, um, I also think that there's this part of me that's, uh, like a hidden introvert a little bit that doesn't like the dirty work of, um, starting up a conversation or making that awkward, you know, first move to, to talk to somebody. And so the, the intentional or even forced, uh, interaction I think it's awesome. Obviously, you know, I mean, that's very much what every man's uh, does for people. Um, but yeah, do you, do you get the sense of community um, springing forth from, from these little groups? Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> it's one of those things where um, this is, this is something that everybody, if there's anything you get from this, from me, this is maybe a nugget that's important. It's like, um, when you private zoom chat on a chat, the person who organizes it can see. <laughs> and so just be aware. So, so just be aware of that, you know, in, in general, but what I, what I see in these chats, not that I'm like looking for it, but, but I just get the transcript and it's like people who have seen each other before are like, Oh, Hey, good to see you. You know, George, Frederick, like great to, great to connect it. Like good to see you again. Cause they were in a group last time. And so I've been seeing people like, you know, there's kind of, coalescing around the Tuesday crew and the Saturday crew. And it's, yeah. you know, people are really starting to take ownership. And I, I think there's a, you know, the thing that I'm really hoping to do is, is build the community. And I do have, I do have something where if, if you've done more than four classes, I've got a breakout uh, Facebook group that you can join. And then, you know, I kind of really lean on them to help me like build the playlists and like, what do you want a topic to see? And like, I'm very much trying to build this with people and not just, you know, on my own. Nice. And how, how are you finding the virtual delivery? Are you, are you like, is it just sort of a painful thing you have to do now? Or do you feel like this is, this is maybe the way to go? What are you thinking? It's a really good question. Um, it, it was painful in the beginning uh, because I, I just love, I mean, you know, the power of having people in the same room and yeah. what, what can happen. But I think just like a lot of people in every man groups have found, it's like, you can really get 80 to 90% of the way there through zoom if it's yeah. done right. And so I've worked really hard to create like a good container and create something where people feel safe. And, and like one of the things I say every time, it's like, there's no wrong, there's no right answer of when you share. You know, don't, don't try to come up with something perfect. Leave your Instagram version of yourself at the door. 
mm-hmm. you know? And so, yeah, for me, it's, it's, it's something that I could see continuing, especially when I talk about the people coming in from different parts of the world and different parts of the country. Like I really like that part of it. So for now I'm going to stick with it. And like, I don't know, there's a lot of uncertainty in the world right now. So we'll just have to see where it goes and I'll, I'll react from there. But when we get back to meeting each other, there will be a physical component of it for sure. I'm not sure how much of it will be that. Oh, beautiful. Have you had any, um, has anybody come in and, you know, come in for a workout and got asked to, to think, you know, go deeper on something and, and just like freak out or are people, are people going along with it? So this is a bit of a confession here, but it's like, uh, I have no idea what happens in those breakout groups because <laughs> so, yeah. I'm, I'm the host. So yeah. Yeah. like I, I've gotten feedback from people and I, I think, um, you know, for the most part, you know, everybody seems to report that it goes really well and that um, I create an environment where it feels accessible and doable. But, uh, you know, I also know that when people, I've had a couple instances, people start with their camera off in the, you know, in the workout and then by mm-hmm. the end it's on because they notice everybody else and they've connected with some people and they start to shed some of that fear. But I I really am trying, at least in the beginning, to keep those prompts um, more conversational than every man deep. And I, and I get that. So yeah, get some, what are some examples? What are some examples of of things going on? Yeah. So um, a good example, like, so if we went with, if we went with like gratitude, which is a simple one, you know, essentially there's a three part, there's three different prompts that we go through. And I always start out with, Hey, how much, how much gratitude are you feeling in your life right now? How grateful are you feeling? Are you feeling super grateful? Are you not? There's no right or wrong answer. Just kind of share with your group what's going on. Then I have people uh, in the second share go back and say, what was a time in your life that you felt most grateful? And how did that feel in your body? trying to connect it back to the body a little bit. And just one of the best things about this, honestly, is giving people the excuse to think about great experiences that they've had. Like I've had so many people be like, thank you. Like I haven't been able to think about my father who's passed for a couple of years now, but he was the most compassionate person I know. And it's, it's just giving people that excuse to think and connect to those memories, especially those memories, as you know, are stored in our body. And so being able to ask access them from a somatic perspective can be really great and healing. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then the third prompt is always, okay, so you thought about how grateful you feel now. You thought about when you felt really grateful, how can you bring more gratitude into your life? Mm-hmm. What can you do? And you know, there's no right or wrong answer, but trying to use those previous prompts to help bring out something that feels genuine and, and authentic for you. Uh-huh. Do you like, um, do you like guiding these? Are you having fun with that part of it? It's the one part that I like really love. <laughs> if, I, if I'm not, if I'm going to be honest, yeah, like, like the creating a website and designing and, you know, managing calendar invites and uh, that sort of stuff is, uh, it can be a bit of a challenge for me. But um, once I turn, once people are there, mm-hmm. um, I feel very locked in and I feel just, um, I, I've gotten to the point where I can be playful with it too. Like I'm just, I'm cracking jokes at myself and other people the whole time, people I know, but you know, just having fun with it. Because like I said, that's, that's one of the most important parts of this work is that if you take it too seriously, um, it loses its power in my opinion. 
I don't know if you'll have an answer for this, but I'm curious, like when I think about um, workout communities, right? So you got CrossFit, Peloton, the class, you know, types of yoga, you know, they, they, they have a, um, I don't know, they bring like-minded people together, it seems, you know, or or there's something about uh, a cohesion of a group or a community around uh, a specific, you know, uh, fitness application. And do you have a sense of, two questions. One, do you have a sense of what that cohesion might be, like the one thing in common, if there is, or the most in common thing uh, that people that either are or may be drawn to this. And then the second question, which I may be even more interested in, is um, what do you imagine the the sort of impact of people taking this level of depth um, in in their, you know, physicality their, their their process what do you imagine a result uh, or an outcome to be yeah yeah it's it's um it's a really good question because it feels extremely important for me not to have this become just for a certain subset of people i obviously want to you know be aware of the ideal type of customer but if i were to if i were to say what a shared value is or what everybody at least agrees upon who comes is just the fundamental belief that we as humans are entitled and to total health. You know, it it just comes down to that shared value that like being in shape is more than just physical. And it's people who are willing to put in the time to take care of those other pillars. And I think, I think that's ultimately that underlying thing. And that can apply to someone who's, older, younger, male, female, it doesn't, doesn't matter as long as you have that shared sense of like you believe in the need to put time and effort into that sort of thing. Um, and, and your second question is, is also really good because I, I don't know, it's, there's going to be different results for everybody. It feels really important for me to not have this be about six weeks later, you have shredded abs and you, you know, you you can lift more weight. Like maybe that's happens maybe, but, but it's like the, the results that I'm looking for are way more around your like day to day um, contentness and your day to day um, connection to your body and, and the stress levels that you experience and your ability to control your focus and your ability to just um, manifest the thing, like, man, if I hate that word, your ability to like make shit happen that you want, right? Mm-hmm. So like, if you have things that you want to do in your life, but it takes a backseat to, you know, your inbox or other people around, carving out some time to at least try to work on those types of things in a way that feels manageable, as opposed to beating yourself up for it. Yeah. So yeah, it's just kind of, being holistically better in shape, <laughs> essentially. I, I mean, I think you're onto something, man. I remember, I don't know why, but this one conversation I had with a, a friend like seven years ago has never gone away. And it was that um, we listed out what we would do if we had unlimited time and resources to take care of ourselves. It would be, and mm-hmm. like mine now today would be 
um, I would literally meditate for two and a half hours every fucking day. Mm-hmm. I would, I would climb a mountain every day or I would do like an hour of yoga and I would have a weekly men's group and I would have uh, a coach. I would have like always, I would always have a coach. Um, I would probably ideally have a, like a meditation uh, teacher, instructor, mentor that I would engage with regularly. And I would have a personal fucking trainer, man. Like why Mm -hmm. not? And, um, you know, that's more than a full-time job right there. Just, just (laughs) taking care of me. Um, and obviously that is so far from, from what's possible. Uh, I hope it's obvious. It's very far from what's possible. So what I like about, I mean, there's a lot of things I like about anchor here, but, um, the condensation of addressing core human needs within a neat <clears throat> time frame in an, of an hour is, um, it's just, it's just brilliant. It's just purely brilliant. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate it's, it's, um, yeah, we wish we could all be like actors training for a role who like have personal chefs and trainers and all that stuff. But I think another thing that we'll likely have in common of all the people who do it is that, yeah, we're pressed for time. Like you're saying, it's like, we wish we could do all those things, but you know, I really think that if you anchor your week in an hour worth of work, that's going to check all the boxes of total health, you'll feel like that you're at least maintaining. It's like you're going into each one of those rooms at least a little bit. That's, that's kind of the goal is like, like you said, it's just, if you had said to somebody, yeah, just dedicate an hour each week to this, no one has the time. And so this is something that you can, it's almost giving people peace of mind as well to feel like, all right, I'm checking all those boxes at least a little bit. And what I like about it is I try to, (laughs) I haven't figured out this slogan yet, but it's like, you know, the Dos Equis ad where it's like, I'm not, we may not be the only beer you drink, but I'm going to be the something. It's like, it's like anchor might not be the only workout you do, but it's hopefully going to be the most grounding or something like, like it's kind of, you can build your rest of your workout around it. I, you know, entropy is a real fucking thing. And I think, I think about this a lot um, is I think that maintenance is um, it's not, it's kind of like really crucial. It's like playing defense in a sense. Like, like you gotta, you gotta move, you gotta emote, you gotta get quiet. You gotta connect like all of these things. It's, and um, man, and I'll just speak for myself. Like when one of those isn't happening, God, it's just, you know, it's so predictable what happens. It's, you know, things do fall apart when you don't attend to them. It's true. It's like, I was talking to, um, I'm going to release a podcast with John Berardi soon. He's the founder of uh, Precision Nutrition and a couple other things. Amazing guy. And he put it uh, really concisely and beautifully. He's like, he, he kind of talked about how, well, every single morning he wakes up, he has to remember who he is, right? Like somehow at night we scramble the truth and we, you know, all of a sudden we don't necessarily have our finger on our, on the true pulse of who we are anymore. So, you know, it's like, when I was lamenting that I was like, God, why is it so fucking hard to maintain? Just like, 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 why is it such a moving target? And he's like, well, you know, you got to brush your teeth. You know, if you don't brush your teeth, like you got a grody mouth. So it really is kind of that simple. It's so, so true. And I, I, I really, I think like to go with your, playing defense analogy though it's like for a lot of us 
it's like we're being asked to play defense, but no one ever taught us how to kick the ball or block or tackle because, you know, what I'll speak from personal experience, it's like when I went through a really difficult time in my life, a big breakup, a divorce, I, um, I got really strong afterwards because that was all I was taught. I was taught that, you know, to take care of yourself is to be fit. And, and so yeah. I would just work out a lot, but I wasn't scratching any of those other itches and wasn't playing defense properly. And I was miserable. And I just, I really want to create something that helps people turn the maintenance of those other parts as routine as brushing your teeth. I want, that's what I want. That, that's huge. So I think the, you know, and I know anchor is, is for everyone and not just men, but, but I can speak to the, the man part of this too. That phenomenon of getting strong, at, you know, in lieu of a stressful or a traumatic event is so fucking common. Yeah. It, it's, it's just the fallback, right? But you're right. It's, it's understandable because it's all we were taught in a lot of ways. It's like the one option, right? And my God, God, do we got to fucking like, uh, like that, you know, I mean, in some ways um, is the core of, uh, of, of my vision, my mission, my, my hope is like, come on, just fucking let's wake up. Like, that's just not, I mean, I was as much a meathead as anybody, right? Like when I, when I was young, like that was um, my life was in the weight room for a long time. And um I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but uh, there's some things wrong with it. Like my body's not in great shape now in some ways because of how I uh, treated that, that like muscle building sort of size bulking thing as a young person and the nutrition as a young person, like, man, I mean, there's nobody to be mad at, but um, it was certainly not a healthful and especially not like the, the idea of longevity and, and, you know, staying, happy, healthy. I mean, that's, that's, that's what my personal goals are now in terms of fitness is like, I want to be able to run around easily with my kids for the next 30, 40 years. Right. I'm all, I'm 38. I'm in my late thirties. I want 40 more years of like fucking moving and grooving. You know, that's what a hundred percent. And that's, you know, that's really what we all want. And I think that one of the benefits is it the- though, is it, I don't well, know, Brian. I think we can get there. I guess what I want to say, though, is that the people who have the background that you and I have of, of kind of sports and physically activity, you know, I think it's a gift, man, because if we if we put the right tools in those people's hands, they know what hard work is. They know what yeah. dedication is. And so it's it's using those and making sure they feel like they know how to do it, because I can't tell you how many people out there are so obsessed with their diet and their exercise. And I'm not saying that that's not important, but if you put a fraction, if you put a quarter of that effort and energy into just that mental, emotional, social side of things, you know, I think that the results quote unquote that they'd see, you know, would be great. I mean, I I can, you know, I have thousands of data points to, to confirm those results, which I actually think are, um, more remarkable than people are aware of like the, the potential upside of mindfulness and connection and emotional wellness and these things. I think the, I think the results are, um, are wildly more substantial than people assume. And 
Well, but what I think, what I'm excited about, and, you know, I guess trepidatious a little bit too, just is that, you know, I think some of the reason that, you know, the, the, the world as is, is set up to support those obsessions of nutrition and muscle. Like that is what we're still being fed, right? That is still the majority of, of, of what we're hearing. And there's business. There are sustainable business practices, industries, you know, industries literally that, um, that sell that and keep that flywheel going and, and they will always, and that's great. Again, I'm not shitting on, on fitness whatsoever, but I do think the opportunity lies in, um, in building similar structures uh, for the rest of, of wellness. And I think, you know, in, in the case of men, it's just a glaring empty space, you know, it's like, yeah. I mean, I think one of the things that you mentioned just kind of, came up for me is um, a lot of the benefits of doing this other type of work is not measurable. And I think that's one of its Achilles heels, right? So if you go running every day and uh, you measure your weight, you will probably see a measurable difference that you can then report and show to other people. But as far as the, you know, more intangible, more mindful things that you can do, it's a little harder to like quantify. And I think that's one of the things that have made it difficult for it to kind of go skyrocketing. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I agree. <clears throat> I agree. And I also get excited that there are, um, there's more quantifiable measures that we could, that we could build and employ than, than we think, um, you know, as a coach that was worked with, hundreds of guys and thousands of guys in groups and all of these things like the, you know, when a guy sits in a man, it starts coming to an every man group and six weeks later, six months later, his life is fundamentally different um, for the better. I mean, you can't tell me there's nothing to measure there, right? It, it, and it has to do with uh, relationship quality. It has to do with sleep quality. It has to do with, um, stress levels. It, it actually, I got sent an app yesterday. I haven't actually opened it yet, but it is a, um, it's called Sensi. It's, it's supposed to be using biofeedback uh, measures. It's supposed to be able to sense your level of tension and stress in your body, um, even subconscious stress and things. So, you know, I'm curious, man. I, I think that there's, there's wearables and I think that there's technology being developed. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things. There's all the way down to um, like uh, heart rhythm <clears throat> consonants and, and, and all of those things where I think that technology will catch up here. Um, but even in the short term, I mean, a simple, um, a simple 10 point daily checklist, like, you know, where's my stress one to 10, you know, where's like, how, how am I performing at work? One to 10, how am I sleeping? One to 10. Um, I know that's like some somewhat caveman, but I'm a proud caveman and that shit works, you know? I, I totally agree. And that's one thing, one of the, the ways that I'm taking anchor is I'm actually going to be bringing it to groups and organizations. And that feels like one of the most important aspects of it is making sure that it feels quantifiable, making it sure it feels measurable because I think, um, there's a lot of places out there looking to bring wellness to their organization. And if you can, bring a holistic version of it that's accessible to everybody. I think that's going to be able to, especially one that's measurable. Mm. I think that's really where people could see 
some tangible benefits that um, make sense for people so that we can start treating our employees, treating our fellow group members as humanly as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like, um, do you feel like you are gaining benefit? I mean, I'm curious, like if, if you weren't running these anchor sessions, you know, on, on the frequency you are right now, do you take care of your needs in those buckets? Like, are you like solid on those or is, is running the, are running these helping you with your own wellness? Yeah. I mean, it's, it depends what day you ask me. I I actually had a really great breakthrough. Um, just kind of, I had a moment earlier this week where I realized that I was not placing my needs anywhere near the top on the hierarchy of, of what I'm dealing with right now. I'm, you know, I'm really putting a lot of effort into my business. I'm, I'm living, uh, I'm not in my own place. I'm living with some, with my family right now. And so just putting a lot of other people's needs above my own. And I wasn't really practicing what I preach, but, but when I'm really clicking and I, and I think I'm starting to get back to it, it, it is very much a morning routine. It's an evening routine. And then it's having something in between that's around self-care and it doesn't need to be an hour run, but it can be, you know, I have a whole list of things that kind of check that box for me. Sometimes it's, you know, I want to watch the new Michael Jordan documentary today. I'm probably going to do that. That's going to be my self-care for the day. But like, I, I, I feel like, and we've talked about this, but it's like finding time and justification for the, what I'll call turning off or being lazy or whatever kind of frame you, I put on that, like, you know, you got to have that built in there too. Otherwise um, the whole system's going to, going to shut down. Yeah. Yeah. You should maybe, uh, at the very end of all your anchor sessions, just watch, watch Netflix for 20 minutes together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could watch Brene Brown or something like that. It'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, I really appreciate um, this conversation. I'm so, I'm so freaking happy for you and I'm so excited to get in on one of these uh, workouts soon. Um, where can our listeners, uh, how can we join? Yeah. So if you want to come out, you can head to theanchor.com. So it's spelled like the normal anchor, but with the K. So that's T-H-E-A-N-C-K-O-R.com. Or you can just go on Instagram and it's theanchor.com. T-H-E-A-N-C-K-O-R. Not .com, actually, just at the anchor. And uh, those are the two places you can find us. And, and you can just register either through Instagram or on the website. I'm trying to make it as simple as possible. And like I said, everything is, it's totally free right now. And it really means a lot to me if I could spread the word on this. So if people can come out and then, um, you know, tell their friends, I really think it's, especially if you're listening to this podcast, I think it's going to be up your alley. So I'd love it if you came to check it out. Beautiful. All right, man. Good to see your face. Good talk. Any last thoughts for anybody? Just, uh, Every man is the best and they do really great work and I'm so proud to be, uh, you know, associated with them and be part of their, their history. And, uh, I just can't wait to see, um, what's next because it's, it's so, the work is so important and and I, I hope all of you, I'm sure everybody's doing the work in their own way and just, just know that that's, that's really important. Whatever version you can do, keep doing your good work. Thanks, Brian. Yeah. Thanks, Dan.
Thank you for listening, everybody. You can find us at everyman.com. Follow us on social media. Instagram's probably the best one to go to first. It's underscore everyman underscore. And look up Brian at theanchor.com and on Instagram at theanchor. Take care, everyone. Be well.